0: Welcome to The BB Podcast, episode three. I'm Lizzie Watson, and I'll be taking you through this month's episode as we discuss the brands, the people, and the products that make Britain great. Kingston Mill is the creative and experimental Dorset home of parterre fragrances, and is the largest private botanic gardens in the country, dedicated solely to aromatic and scented plants exclusively for inclusion in their fragrances. I spent the morning with head gardener Nanette as she took me on a journey of botanical discovery to explain how she is taking the vision of Keenston Mills founders, David and Julia, and is creating an art inspired garden with a very unique purpose. I love the line in the website where creative botany meets artistry. And obviously this is a 50 acre um, estate dedicated solely to aromatic and scented plants, which is just such a wonderful concept.
1: Well, the seed to bottle Concept is David and Julia's idea. The whole, this whole enterprise really has come from them, and I think this has been four or five years in the making. Ideas, and then sort of looking for properties, and and then they settled on this site, which used to be an old fruit farm. So um, perfect location, really. So yeah, it's all their their sort of brainchild, really. Um, And they both they love plants, they love fragrance. They then set about putting it into practice. So um, they bought this this site, Kingston Mill, November 2015. Yes. um, And went about recruiting staff. So I came on board in April 2016 afterwards. And and by then they'd already got an idea of of what they wanted. They wanted to grow crops for oil and they wanted a garden that people could walk around. But also this garden has to be trials and experimentation. Hence the creative botany. So um, yes. So when I started in 2016 it was as a gardener. Um, so slightly different to what I'm doing now, but it was a gardener with a view to put in place and to build gardens. All we had was plowed, ploughed fields. So the first year was very much about getting oils, which we did. I think we, we harvested sort of ten, possibly ten plants, got oils from those and they went to the south of France where our perfumer is. And he gave us a thumbs-up and a thumbs-down and a thumbs in the middle, you know, kind of wiggle. Yeah. Um, and six of those oils made it into fragrance, which is brilliant. Uh, and then in the meantime, the garden's sort of designs were getting approved, uh, and then the gardens really came into fruition last year,
0: 2017. Uh, what about the, the struggles of it being a, an English garden, or, mm. with the English weather? And, yeah,
1: so, I mean, we, you've always... Um, that, that can always be a
0: challenge even in
1: ornamental gardens but obviously we're trying to grow crops or plants for oil but the beauty of this project and, and this enterprise is that we're embracing British, it's, it's what makes us unique in so many ways and that's the beauty of it um, and hence our limited edition so limited because um, on the year, limited edition because We only create so much oil every year so we'll only make as many bottles of perfume that that oil will allow but also each year is different slightly different because the weather conditions might create slightly different um, uh, character to those oils but that's we're very open about that and we embrace it and we're growing we're experimenting with plants and we're saying that um, If if plants grow and they naturally produce oil, we're gonna distill those plants, and get that oil, we'll see how it smells, and we'll embrace the fact that that's a British oil, and the perfumer then sort of smells it and decides, yeah, I like this, I I don't like this. There's a a standard in oil, in in perfume, in commercial fragrance, there's a standard. And I think that's dictated by those big growers in the hot climates, you know, the optimal growing conditions. And what we're saying is that um, it might smell different to those commercial oils, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, It might be fruity, it might be greener, it might, you know, it might just need a bit more maturing. But we, we're acknowledging that and we're putting it out there and saying that's the
0: beauty of plants. All of the unusual and exotic species at Keenston Mill are grown and cultivated by a skilled botanical team led by Nanette, and there have been some unique fragrance discoveries along the way. Vetiver, a perennial grass with heavy, earthy, slightly sweet lemony fragrance being one of them,
1: there was no one else to go to, to sort of say, how how do you do it, you know? So we trialled it, and research said that it's very hardy, down to minus 15, um, but we didn't know, again, you don't know what the oil's going to be, is it going to produce any oil? Um, so we grew it, and that was brilliant. It was... Um, you need a certain age, so with age you get a bit more character and a, a sort of slightly nicer quality to the oil um, and our oil being slightly younger is actually really lovely and fresh and green. So again the perfumer, it was his daughter actually, really loved it. So that was a massive surprise to us, big thumbs up um, and again the pelagonium as well because that's our rose substitute, Right. so we we're, we're over the moon that that worked.
0: All the key ingredients of Parterre fragrances are grown, harvested and distilled on site, and yet the 50-acre estate offers a diverse experience for every garden enthusiast. I wanted to know how Nanette has managed to marry a visitor garden alongside fragrance production so successfully. It's that lovely journey, isn't it? Yeah. Going back to the vision of the seeds of... To waffle, yeah and then having that, that mm. journey through exactly and you don't want to rush it because no. part, of part, of part of the beauty of
1: horticulture is that nurturing process and yes. seeing things grow and you being involved you know a lot of things need formative pruning or you know oh that's not looking that's not looking too healthy it needs you know shape will move it or you know and actually actively changing that, that design. So it's a real sense of exploration as you go through these gardens. You're walking from one to another, and they only become obvious once you're in. in you've gone through that gateway or that entrance, yep. and this this design, this little space is oh, it's the first time you've seen it. Whereas now we can kind of see everything. Give it a few years, five years, you'll have distinct compartments, and you'll walk, and each compartment has a scent group allocated to it. So plants in each compartment belong to a certain fragrance group, right. which is really sort of a unique and a very helpful way for. Visitors to sort of walk from compartment to compartment. Yes. Um, it's designed to feel, you could just walk through and think you're in a lovely garden, but actually they're trial beds as well. So we've got that part where we'll grow um, big clumps of things, like we're trying a plant called sweet vernal grass this year, which is a British native grass, but full of kumaran, which is in tonka bean as well. Oh, we can't soup. grow a tonka bean tree. No. So we're, <laughs> we'll try this sweet vanilla grass. Um, and... To, it'll sort of marry up with the grass paths in this sunken garden but we'll ever so often we'll just harvest it so you'll have this subtle harvesting sometimes it might not be so subtle yes we'll just come in and we'll just take it like locusts yes. we'll just take a whole <laughs> load and distill it yes. because these gardens the collection gardens um are for the public and they're educational as well of course so and for us so we'll come in and we'll distill sections um and we'll, edu- we'll educate, so when people come round and they'll think, oh crikey, what's happened, hopefully it'll still look really... But we can explain, oh, we're, we're experimenting with this plant, we've just harvested it, go check out, it's in the distillery at the moment, you know, that kind of thing. So it's a constantly shifting, a very dynamic space. Yes. Um, and year on year, there'll be new, new plants
0: coming in. Nanette and I took to the gardens for a visual tour. This is where the delight of creative botany meets artistry unfurls before your eyes. I couldn't help but feel uplifted and inspired by the gentle development of the parterre vision. So we're now in the,
1: yeah, so in this the is, garden. Yeah, so this is the what we call the Padua garden. Um, and it's called that because the footprint, this sort of, uh, this is a path that we have put in, the, the footprint for this is taken from Padua, which is the very first sort of botanical garden that's documented and it's in Italy, sort of 1500s it was created, so it's a nod to the past, the yes. botanic garden senses. Um, we've <coughs> recreated it, very small compared to the one in Italy, um, and everything in here is Falls into this floral category for fragrance. So it's either something that's floral to smell, so the wallflowers are classic, you sort of bend down and you smell it's very perfumed. A lot of the tulips you've got are perfumed as well. Um, or you can get oil from it from a right. fragrance point of view. So we've got um, in the middle, we've got roses. There's two types of rose that you can get oil from damask rose and the centifolia rose. But to get oil from roses, you need Fifty thousand petals, oh. to get a kilo of oil, so it's it's crazy expensive. Um, but we have a nod to those here, so we've got sort of samples of those, and then we've got roses on the outside of, of where the paths join the corners. Yes. we've got big sort of semicircles of roses that are very highly fragranced. Uh, little drifts of violas, violet leaf and violet flower are used a lot. They're obviously edible as well, so they go into the cafe and they use them on salads and decorating and cakes. Um, yeah we've got climbers so we're going to put sweet peas you can't have a floral garden without sweet peas so they're busy growing and down down this central axis we've currently got wallflowers and tulips and then later when these have gone over we'll successionally plant with our rose scented pelargonium and that will sort of cascade down the middle and then on the other axis so going from the avenue to river walk which cuts across, it's lined with a hedge of santolina so this is Wow. it's called cotton lavender and it's a uh, it's very aromatic and fragrance but it's classed as floral so it's it's quite a surprise actually it's very surprising me but it's a beautiful architectural plant evergreen although it's very glaucous in color yes so it, it's, um, it's a, a bit of a theme actually throughout this garden so dianthus are the same kind of silvery foliage as well which sort of marries the two and the the iris, which are just starting to come out into flower, and then we've got species daffodils as well, which, um, you, yeah, they, they definitely belong in here. And we're just putting pergolas in, so we'll have lots of jasmine.
0: Oh, you love that! Yeah, that's
1: they're almost in, in a category of their own white florals, along with tuberose and that kind of thing. So we've got peonies, got some beautiful peonies, you get a lot of Eden's perfume. Uh, Duchess of Nemours, so really... And again, they look like roses, they're just in bud, so they'll be coming out soon. And we need to get supports on those quick before they they fall apart (laughs) under the weight of the blooms.
0: But um, I think that's my favourite thing in my garden, when my peonies start coming out. Oh, I
1: love them. They're (laughs) fantastic. And my only thing with them is they're so fleeting. Yes, I know. They flower and then they they, they can take a while to unfurl, which is beautiful, and that's just as... You know it's just as exciting Yes. and then they're at their peak for like a day <laughs> <laughs> or something crazy and if it rains or if it's particularly windy then, then they fall lose, apart yeah. and then the petals just start to fall off but you can see the things like peonies i think have really influenced fashion and dress yeah, it yeah. you know that that kind of rich texture to them meadow sweets which is a british native which is just quite an interesting plant to talk about um because it's Floral, and to smell, is beautiful. It smells like perfume, a really sweet perfume. Um, it'll get sort of four-foot tall, fussy yes. white flowers. So at the moment, it's just coming up. Um, but it also, the sweet smell in it is um, coumarin, which also belongs oh. in fougere. So it's a sort of a, a plant that belongs in the tube But it adds a bit of height uh, in here, which is, which is good, in the centre of beds. Um, Cislabdomen, uh, rock rose. So we've got that in the crops fields. We're going to trial that this year. That's, that's quite an interesting Mediterranean shrub, which has done quite well. The cocktail garden. The concept is that everything in there, um, the flowers, you know, will be edible or they're safe to drink. So, um, and they've got quite distinct flavours as well. So there'll be a lot of mint, a lot of agastaches in there. There's rose petals, provskers, that kind of thing. And people can go around and just pick things and put them in drinks not quite sure exactly the format for it whether there's you know um cocktails and people can just adorn their own drinks with whatever or they go around and pick stuff and take it to a mixologist we're not quite sure but and we'll have little cucumelons in there we've got perimeter hedge all the way around of standard olives we just put some beautiful uh, roses in there that um smell of uh, what is like gin and cucumber oh
0: wow Uh, i know
1: it's perfect isn't it and there'll be a there's a living bar in the in the dome now, so we just got to plan that up. Um, living
0: bar, wow. Yeah, we'll get that planted for oh, Saturday. amazing. Yeah,
1: so that's quite an exciting space. Um, and it's literally overlooking this bend in the River Stour. So and it catches the evening sun, so it's just a perfect location. In the middle, of, so you're coming out of collection. You've got the cut flower gardens, then you've got the cocktail dome, and then it links us with. With the crops. With the crops. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's so such a lovely journey through. Yeah. And what are the, the sort of water troughs, I want so, to say? Yeah, but the,
1: yeah, water. So this garden, this is the sunken garden. So right. So that's still, it's not finished. <laughs> You'll be pleased to know. So it's, their water features will three quite large pools of it, three metres by three metres. Um, this is the Fougère garden. So Fougère is the French word for fern and it was a perfumer's interpretation of what a fern smells like. So ferns don't actually have a scent. But it's a really important fragrance group, um, a category of perfumes. So we dedicated a whole garden to it. So you've got classic plants in there like vetiver, um, artemisia, oak moss, bergamot belongs in there, rosemary, lavender. So it's um, this year we're going to add a lot more plants to it. We've got a a footprint. the, The design comes from... Ai Weiwei, he's the chinese sculpture artist okay he designed the beijing olympic stadium oh, which is called wow. the bird's nest which yes. i don't know if you can sort of visualize it if you google it if you it's brilliant and it, it sort of does look like a massive nest made of sort of big struts of metal so we've taken inspiration from that pulled out a sort of a, a section of it and over sort of laid it onto the ground with grass paths and those paths in sort of intersect at different angles, creating lots of different shaped beds, some triangular, some sort of weird rhomboids. And, um, um, so, no two beds are the same, and they're all different sizes. So, it, it lends itself beautifully for little block plantings, mixed plantings. Um, and you can't walk around that garden twice the same way basically we wanted it to feel very different every time you come it's got banks it's sunken into the ground because we're on a gradual slope so we're going to plant the banks up with continue those grass paths through up the banks with the sweet vanilla grass i talked about earlier and then we'll have um, lots of rosemary cascading rosemary prostate rosemary and tree ferns to link with that fougere the original right. theme tree ferns which then link us to subtropicals so we've got bananas going in there oh, cannas, wow. and all sorts Gosh. so it's a quite a mix but very leafy and lush hopefully and green uh, that garden there just beyond the, where it's just soil bare soil that's the spice garden that we're creating this year So it's inspired by Kandinsky, so all the gardens have been inspired. David and Julia have had this sort of inspiration that's influenced each garden. Um, And Kandinsky is one of, I think it's Julia's favourite artists. So we've taken inspiration from his pictures, um, paintings, and there's lots of geometric shapes. So again, another big circle to sort of match Padua Garden. And then lots of triangles and little circles and squares, long rectangles. So you've got a design. Which when I drew them, I didn't actually think through how to. How I was going to have to lay them out in the ground. So it <laughs> looks great on paper, but I have no idea how I'm going to do that. Um, I'll just find the middle, and then it'll all figure itself out. Yeah. <laughs> so we've. Um, it's going to be lawn with beds laid into the lawn, different shaped beds, different sort of uh, sizes as well, and then. There's a lot of direct sowing for that, so it's a spicy garden, so lots of sort of, it sounds quite edible actually, lots of coriander, cumin, dill, fenugreek, um, bay. We've got, growing in the polytunnel we've got ginger and galangal, that like Thai kind of ginger inspired plant. Pink pepper, we've got szechuan pepper plants as well. So although it, it's a, a spicy garden, and I always s- sort of thought it would look quite colourful reds and orange it's actually i think it's going to be quite green okay bizarrely, which is weird but um yeah so that's coming this year so we'll gradually just sort of keep going with that and by the end of the year that should sort of all be up and running and looking um, looking quite nice and in the distance they're just planting cut flowers so we've got uh, quite a large cut flower garden actually It's 20 beds and they've, they've put mypex down and Aaron who works in the polytunnels he's one of the growers um, for collection and cut flowers has grown loads and loads of annuals still going with them <laughs> and um, we're now starting to plant out through the mypex so um, that'll be we primarily try and focus on scented annuals obviously but there's not always Scented plants don't always make good cut flowers. They might not last very long. So we've gone scented where we can, where there's the scented option.
0: Just beyond the cafe and distillery are the polytunnels, where more exotic plants have braved the British wintry weather and row upon row of plant cuttings begin their seed-to-bottle journey. You can smell as soon
1: as you Yes, yeah, so that'll be in. the white flowers, these citrus flowers. So citrus will give us three, or you can get three types of oil. So neroli, which is the oil from the flowers and the flowers are actually just smell like perfume they smell amazing you get petty ground which is oil from the leaves um steam distilled from the leaves and then you get the oil from the actual fruit as well from the skin of the fruit so we've got a nice little collection here sort of 30 different different varieties and we've got massive trees over there so we've got two big lemons gosh yes, and a sweet orange and the orange is just absolutely smothered in flowers so um it, it just did so well um, and they flower all year round if they're happy we've just started to wake them up and feed them so oh. they've been in the polytunnel all winter and done really really well but this collection here we've tried we're trialing hardier citrus so citrus that generally at five degrees you mm. can open the doors in the pot in in the winter get the air in oh, i see um, normally it's sort of like 12, 12 degrees they they're, they're they're fantastic uh, ultimately uh, they, Dave, the David the owner would love to have them outside all year round I just don't think that's going to be possible but um they've fared so well and um, we've got everything from bergamot orange here which is a classic we've got buddha's hand citrus which is that citron over there and yes the really weird oh, yes. sort of fantastic uh, lemony kind of fragrance We've got kumquats crossed with mandarins and all sorts, so weird and wonderful and we're we're sort of trialling at the moment, this is the first year we've we've distilled, so we're going to just distill individual fruit, the the fruit from individual trees I should say, and see, see what it's like. I don't know if that's ever been done before. Um, and send it to the perfumer. We'll only get small amounts, small samples of oil um, and see what he thinks. And um, it might lead us to sort of go down one particular route or we might end up doing a mix of, you know, British hardy citrus, we're not quite sure. It's all part of the experimentation, really, at the moment. This is, um, these are pelargonium, so the rose pelargonium that we get our rose oil from. So if we overwinter about a thousand space-wise that's all we can do and generally that's all we have time for before the frosts come to sort of lift and pot and yes um, so we then take cuttings so these are i think that's sort of 800 cuttings or so and then we need to get up to 3,000. so we've just got do. oh my goodness <laughs> and then they go out into the fields we've got these are bananas some ginger ornamental gingers um tree ferns we're just waking yes. up different stages but we can Gosh, you can just see them coming through so they're just starting to unfurl Gosh. there and there's some more in there and this one's really advanced i don't know what this one's on he's just keen to get going wow. i think um but yeah you sort of water in the top now we're really starting to wake them up we've got the mosa tree which belongs in the padua garden floral and you can just see the pink flowers oh, from yes, these yep. there's lots of, well, sort of bright orange aren't they the
0: pomegranate flowers so um, yeah, I've got loads going on. So amazing with the ferns, how ancient yeah. they yeah. are. They're really from Jurassic. Mhm. I oh. mean, these are
1: obviously really old as well. I mean, this is all the growth through. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you sort of want to take really good care of them because yeah. they're, <laughs> they're very old, and it takes them a while. You know, really slow growing. Stage, so we bring them indoors, and these will go go back into the, into the fuchsia, we'll just make sure that they're definitely happy, they said you can wait until July, until they've actually, because I was worried they weren't doing anything, I kept ferreting around in there, so they was like, <laughs> is there anything there? And there was, and they said don't worry, you know, just wait, just be patient. Oh well, it's amazing, yeah, like, like a little, it's like almost like spiders, I was yeah, just, yeah, I was yeah. going to say
0: it looks like a tarantula is yeah. about to crawl, crawl out, out. out. at the yeah. top, it's all
1: brown and furry and that's where you water so that's the root that's the living bit and then this is just it's just the, yeah the sort of what it stands on amazing yeah gosh mm. those are all scent, different scented pelagoniums so we've got one that's my favorite is cola bottles that, that one there so it actually smells like coca-cola it's oh fantastic. my goodness i've never heard of that no. before that's amazing peaches and cream we've got one that smells like lavender we've just yeah there's plenty of lemons and oranges and
0: yeah. That's lovely. Thank you so much. It's lovely to, to be able to walk around the garden and yeah. you explain as we go. So what is Beyond Bespoke anyway? From fashion and beauty to wellness and gifting, discover British brands, big and small, all available to purchase online from one rather brilliant basket. Discover the undiscovered, be inspired by the latest trends and BB exclusives, and we'll update you on British brand news and exciting offers. www.yourself, over to beyondbespoke.com. It's as simple as that.